Hello, welcome to my first podcast. Thanks for listening. Today we're going to be talking about animal cruelty. Okay, I'm recording. Can I ask you a few questions? Sure. Do you know what animal cruelty is? Uh, I have a kind of a working definition, yes. I'm sure that there are, uh, there's a way to complicate what I think it is. Well, what do you think it is? Um, I would say, if I'm trying to get like zoom out and be the most legal definition, it is uh, uh, hurting or injuring an animal uh, or neglecting an animal. So it could be physical, like beating it, but it could also be leaving it out in the in, in the elements uh, whenever it's not designed to be out. Uh, say like a short-coated uh, dog left outside for hours. It could be an animal that is uh, not getting medical treatment. I would consider uh, it needs to survive. Uh, but it could also be neglect, so like leaving a dog outside on a leash for its entire life and not really engaging with it and not giving a lot of stimuli, that would be considered an example of animal uh, cruelty slash abuse. How do you feel about animal abuse? Um, I love animals. I wore a cat dad shirt yesterday. Uh, I am exceptionally sentimental and nostalgic towards some of the uh, pets, obviously. And I have, uh, in my own personal life, there have been very bad people done bad things to animals in my presence that I was powerless to stop. And so it's something that uh, bothers me on a visceral level. That actually led into one of my other questions. All right. Have you ever witnessed any animal cruelty? Uh, yeah. Um, unfortunately, in the area I live, um, I used to live rather in my hometown, a bunch of farm boys. Um, they did some very cruel things that I don't like to reflect or think about. Uh, I don't think that'd be appropriate for me to share but they it got they got in trouble and they deserved it. Um, so no, I yeah I've seen it. It's bad. It makes me uncomfortable. How extensive is your knowledge on shelter killings and euthanasia? I'm aware it happens. I'm aware that uh, it is a uh, unfortunate by effect of our animal policing strategies that we are unable to uh, reduce the population through preventive measures effectively enough to uh, stop that kind of behavior. Do you agree with animal testing? What do you mean? Like animals being in a laboratory and being like cosmetic testing done on them or modern medicine being tested on them to test their like efficiency or see how we would react to them vicariously through an animal. Part of me is okay with it in the sense that there will be a need to test things being developed. The part of me that's not okay with it is, and this is where perhaps my politics will shine through, uh, when we center the idea of profit foremost uh, and we allow for individuals seeking a profit to also make the rules that govern how they profit, uh, animal cruelty is abound. I distinctly recall a narrative uh, I have a friend that hiked the Appalachian Trail and he ran into another hiker. I don't remember what the nickname of that hiker was. All Appalachian Trail runners uh, take on some kind of nickname while they hike. But the gentleman uh, was a, uh, a laboratory experimenter. And if I can believe my friend, this scientist, his entire job was to see how long it takes for a mouse to give up. They would put the mice in a large water basin and they would let them swim until nothing happened. I don't have to fill in the blanks there. And mm-hmm. it was this horribly banal narrative because they would feed them drugs to see if that would increase their uh, willingness or uh, ability to persist whenever they were unable to find uh, a way out of this bowl. 
And it was this horribly shocking experience. Like, in what way was that useful except for some profit margins to ask, A, a, a human to torture another living being, but B, also just the, the waste of life. There are more intelligent ways to make a test, to make a design. But unless we're going to police that and regulate that, um, they're going to be allowed to abuse. So I don't know if that answered the question. I recognize I kind of wandered a little bit, but like I, I do think there are some issues whenever uh, abuse is second to being able to profit from materially. Yeah, on some websites that I've seen, it said that they had like everything about their life is controlled as to like when they eat, if they eat, mm -hmm. the conditions that they're forced to live in. So like they can test how efficient the medicines are mm -hmm. or like the cosmetic products are. And I just really find it horrific. Yeah. I mean, it's uh, unfortunate that uh, we, we are willing and able to ignore the fact that animals are in, uh, emotionally intelligent, specifically as we get closer to us in terms of uh, uh, capacity. So mammals in particular, uh, although some ravens have indicated uh, high cognitive and high socio-emotional function, but the idea of there being that, like, we are reducing uh, a being that shares more with us than, say, other beings down to how they serve us without thinking about how, like, they have a, they have an emotional interiority. They can experience pain. They can experience misery. Do we really want to uh, have that and be complicit in that? Do you can you think of a more efficient way of testing the effect of effectiveness of like a modern medicine or like a cosmetic product? Sure. Um, not, this is going to sound where this is where I'm going to sound like I'm coming from dystopian science fiction. We're getting to the point where we can uh, grow uh, uh, skin tissue of a human. Uh, we're getting to the point where we can grow um, different organs that function and produce cells comparable to what other humans, uh, like what actually is produced in the kidneys and so forth. We're going to get to the point where we will not have a living being. We'll have a series of living organs stitched to a machine to test. Uh, imagine a mannequin with live flesh that can twist and flex and uh, blush with heat and uh, uh, and red uh, skin that can shift its, uh, well, this is where it gets a little crazy, but it could have a singular mannequin made of this kind of flesh that uh, because of the DNA pulled from things like, uh, I think it's octopus or squid that can change the color like a chameleon, that infused with human tissue, you'd be able to change it so that a singular mannequin could test skin color for a, for a variety of races, uh, uh, but a living tissue testing to see what this meant. This color of a um, makeup looks like on someone who has an exceptionally dark skin palette versus someone who's slightly less dark in real time. So in the future, we might be able to get away from some of these things. In the near future, our understanding of genetic uh, uh, engineering is growing and it's getting big uh, we're becoming more uh, skilled in it exponentially uh, so we can look at possibly being able to remove animals as long as the research and development costs for these kinds of technologies can go ahead but then we deal with the wicked problem that some of this would require stem cell research and that gets into issues revolving around the abortion debate which i'm not going to touch with a 10-foot pole mm -hmm. in this but everything is connected at a policy level and that's what you're going to run into it's hampering it the possibility it's there but the ethics and the political will is what's going to be an, an issue. And that's like actually a really good idea. Why do you think like we haven't got there yet? Politics, politics, a lot of politics. Obviously, there's technology, uh, technological and knowledge based limitations. When we discover something new 
it takes a long time for it to go from being academic to being actually being developed to becoming marketed. Uh, but that's part of the inefficiencies of our system. Uh, there's also profit. Um, and then the uncomfortable part is tradition and uh, the human capacity not to want to challenge itself. Why would a corporation or another entity decide to change its entire business model for research and development um, when it already has a tried and true version of how to do that research? Do you think it'd be like more expensive to do this? Like, obviously, it costs a lot to house the animals and to get them mm-hmm. in the first place and like mm-hmm. shipping and stuff. Do you think it'd be more expensive? To do what I'm suggesting? Mm-hmm. Uh, up front, yeah, because proprietary technology and new technology is always expensive at first. The first generation of anything has always been more expensive. Computers, the first computers were like $3,500, and now those computers would be worth less than the scrap that they would produce. So, yeah, someone would certainly have a uh, uh, upfront cost, but the return on that investment over time um, I think that would be there because it would there's been more broad, broadly valuable knowledge from testing on a human kidney than a rat's kidney. And if you could just create a bunch of human kidneys and test the crap out of them without having to kill someone, that's a good deal. In your opinion, what is the solution to animal animal like abuse and like cruelty in general? That there is no one solution. It is called a wicked problem. Wicked problems are things that only change when you add and when you try to adapt them or fix them. They never end. Uh, in terms of human domestic animals, um, you cannot change the fact that there are going to be humans in our population who are cruel. Uh, we can do is try to police them and uh, do more preventative work by trying to build empathy at younger ages. Uh, we can look at corporations and talk about how they can shift their profit in testing and R and D. But that upfront cost might make some individuals go into still testing on animals and they just don't report it or they try to obfuscate the fact that they're doing it. Uh, not to be horribly depressing, but on the most gla- on a climate change related uh, uh, perspective, which does matter, if our scientists can be uh, looked at and trusted at face value, we're looking at over a million animal species dying out in the next possible hundred years. There is no greater cruelty than the inaction on a global issue where the first time humans stumble onto uh, geoengineering inadvertently through our use of uh, uh, carbon emissions, um, that we're also killing off more animals than uh, we've ever had the chance to actually interact with uh, as individual small scale things. No company will ever be able to kill as many animals as what has died and will die from a, a major climate change shift. So addressing climate change will also address some levels of the animal cruelty perspective and slash issue. Do you think, like, potentially we have, like, the resources to solve it? It being? The climate change and, like, animal extinction. Mm. I wish I could say yes or no to that. I don't know enough. What I would say is that some of it, it cannot be repaired quickly enough. Uh, The one resource we need more of than than we can have is time. Does the technology exist? Absolutely. I recently read an article that a lot of the oil companies have made a cost-effective way to draw carbon down from the uh, atmosphere, and they're going to start building them in mass. But that doesn't change the fact that the way we build our cities and other parts of the environmental degradation are going to continue to hurt animal uh, habitats, destroy and create uh, destroying uh, rich bio biomes and creating monocultures, which ultimately can't support the range of, uh, of uh, life that we used to have. So we have the capacity, but do we have the motivation? Eh, I don't know. I hope so. I really do. I don't want to be sitting here being a Debbie Downer, but that is a reality we have to look at. 
Well, that's all the questions I have, so. No, I hope I didn't depress you. No, you didn't. Okay. That's all right. It's, people really need to be more aware about this. Absolutely. A lot of people just, like, turn the blind eye, and the rest of the people just don't know. It's um, easier not to have to change, and that's not a bad thing. It's a human thing. We are bad at change. Uh, I've talked about it with other students' podcasts that humans are fundamentally lazy. We do not like to have to change our our thoughts because the changing your thoughts and beliefs is the most difficult thing you can do because you have to fundamentally question yourself and no one wants to be in a position where you have to go, is what my world is actually real? So that's why I guess I'll I'll leave it off. Is that's the thing I would I would say. Thanks.